Welcome to Believing the Bible with Scott Lane and Terry Reed of the San Antonio Bible-Based Science Association with a message of hope in today's troubled world based on biblical truths. We hope that today's program is enlightening and inspirational. Welcome to Believing the Bible. I am Scott Lane with Terry Reed, Dr. Carl Williams, and Ed Salzabell, all directors with the San Antonio Bible-Based Science Association. We're here today to tell you that you can believe the Bible from the very first verse. Today we have a special guest, Carl Kirby, with Reasons for Hope Ministries. Hello, Carl. Hey, Scott, Terry, uh, Dr. Williams, plus Ed, thank you for what you're doing behind the scenes, man. Well, thank you for being on our program. Terry, you've been in contact with Carl. Would you tell us something about him? Carl Kirby is the founder and president of Reasons for Hope. He began that ministry in 2011. From 2006 to 2011, he was an international speaker for Answers in Genesis, as well as a founding director. From 2004 to 2006, he was the vice president for ministry relations for Answers in Genesis. Previously to that, from 1987 to 2004, he was a Department of Transportation, Federal Aviation, Air Traffic Controller. And previously to that, he was an Air Traffic Controller for the United States Air Force. He has a Ph.D. in Christian education from Piedmont University. He has an honorary doctorate of divinity from Piedmont University. He has a bachelor's degree in biblical studies from Tennessee Temple University and has an AA in air traffic control from the Air Force Community College. He's married to Masami. He has children, Elisa and Carl Jr. And his grandchildren are Trey, Naomi, Mari, and James. Carl, one of the first questions, just looking at your resume, how does an air traffic controller become a creation evangelist who digs for dinosaurs? God. That's the short answer, man. And uh, let, me, let me clarify. I've got two honorary doctorates. I don't have an earned doctorate, just to make sure you're not going to try and mislead anybody. The two groups that gave them to me felt bad for me because they knew I'd never get a real one. You got PhDs and you got dummies. I'm the dummy. I'm the guy that grew up around guys with one name, Crusher, Bruiser, Mauler, Sass. My dad was a professional wrestler, so I don't have credentials. I don't have things that are going to impress anybody. But it truly did take God to move me out of my comfort zone, which was sitting in a dark room playing video games. Just don't let the dots touch. <laughs> and to move me out in front of people to speak. That is totally God. There is no other explanation for it. <laughs> now, you live in Hebron, Kentucky. Now, you're, how often are you actually there? really depends. Like last year, I was on the road 196 days. So the last year was the busiest year that I've had in ministry forever. I mean, it was my busiest year in ministry. This year, January and February were pretty slow. I only traveled like uh, twice each month. So I was here quite a bit, which was kind of a blessing because I was able to do a lot more writing and do a lot more creative stuff. But I spent at least half the time on the road. For, and for creation evangelists, that makes sense. What's this I hear about you being a Kentucky colonel? Yeah, a buddy of mine up in Minnesota was a Kentucky colonel, and he got me, he submitted me, and, and they accepted me. But, you know, you got to put it in perspective. I mean, Whoopi Goldberg is also a Kentucky colonel, so, you know, it's like, it's cool, don't get me wrong, but the, my favorite Kentucky colonel, of course, is Colonel Sanders. So, right, there you yeah. go. So, uh, there you go. I don't talk about the Whoopi side too much. <laughs> you have an interesting story that I read on your webpage. When you made a shift in your belief systems, You, I think you'd already been saved. But you had a conversation in a cockpit during a flight with some pilots about this stuff. What was that? 
Yeah, that, you know, that's really where, uh, I guess, I guess, say, May 15, 1987, Salt Lake City, Utah, and at the University of Utah uh, Huntsman Center, they were holding a first-ever evangelistic outreach, and a global lunch drum. If you got folks uh, listening out in the Minnesota, Midwest area, they may have heard that name. He traveled the country for over 50 years with his family doing revivals all over the place. And he came to Salt Lake City and did a revival, and I got saved there. I thought I was a Christian. I was taking my brother to church, took my sister, or I'm sorry, my wife to church. They got saved. I thought I was a Christian, but uh, until I went in there and he preached a simple gospel message, man, eyes got open. Well, two years later, I worked my very first creation, quote unquote, seminar with uh, ICR back then at the University of Utah in the Huntsman Center in the, you know, May 1589, exact same day, two days later, same facility. But in between that time, when I got saved, my first Sunday school teacher taught me that you take evolution, you put it in the Bible, God directed it, there's no contradictions. So that's what I believe. And I can't give you the date, but I was flying out to uh, Oregon to see my dad. And uh, I'm in the cockpit because pre-9-11 as a controller, you could fly in the cockpit training. And uh, I was in the cockpit and I started witnessing to the pilot, the co-pilot, and they both turned out to be Christians. And I was like, how cool is this? We're flying along, looking at God's beauty out here. And so somehow they just started talking about creation and evolution. And so here I am. All I know is what my Sunday school teacher taught me. And I said it. It's, I had it written in my Bible. I saw in the Bible. I had written it in there. Where I said, look, you take evolution, you put it in the Bible, notice the sequence. There's no contradictions. God used it. God directed it. And when I put that out there, the co-pilot, I mean, it's tight. I'm a big guy. And it's even tighter in the cockpit with three of us. He like stiffened up and. He started twitching, and I'm like, what in the world's going on with this guy? He, he looks over at the pilot, then he turned around and he looked at me, dead in the eye, and he said, Carl, I'm sorry, but that's incorrect. Like, Why is that? And uh, he pulled out, he had his Bible in his uh, bag over there, he pulled his Bible out, and he opened the Bible, and he went through the Word, and he said, this is what the Word of God teaches, this is what the world teaches, and he showed me like six contradictions, just bing, 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 bing. And I was like, and this is literally what I said to him, I said, dude, where did you learn to think like that? I have never seen anybody use the Bible like that. I grew up with everybody telling me, I think, I think, I think. And if you challenged them on something, you know, hey, come on, you can take that a couple ways. Oh, you know, they. I never saw anybody use the Bible as an authority. He was the first one to do that. And he introduced me to uh, ICR, the Institute for Creation Research. And I called up and I got the book, The Lie, Evolution by Ken Ham. And when I got that book, I read it in one night. And I am ADD. I start 50 books, I finish one. Uh, <laughs> if you don't get me in the first five lines, it's out of here. And I, I shredded that thing. I read it in one night. And that was it. That was the turning point for me. It was like, this is why I could never sell out. Because the Bible was the good book, spiritual and moral, but it could be interpreted this way, this way, this way, and you're always arguing. That book, and then I bought the Genesis record by Dr. Henry Morris. And after reading those two books, it was on, brother. I mean, I was sold out for the Lord Jesus Christ. And I just started growing in my faith exponentially after that. That's an exceptional testimony. You are listening to Believing the Bible. For more information, go to sabsa.org. That is S-A-B-B-S-A.org. Today we're talking with Carl Kirby, head of Reasons for Hope Ministries. Carl, did you have something to say or a question? I was just very pleased to know that air traffic controllers have a sense of humor, too. So. <laughs> I'm a retired Air Force doctor, and I was a flight surgeon for a while as well. And I had to certify some of the ATFs. And some of them were uh, questionable about whether or not I wanted to certify them. So. <laughs> Well, it's an unbelievably stressful job. You know, the God is good, man. If you're not wired to do it, it's very stressful. If you're wired to do it, it's a crazy thing. You just get in and you do it. And, you know, I, when I, the 
in. I did eight and a half years Air Force and then 16 years in the FAA. And I ended up at O'Hare the last eight and a half years of my career. And they were the world's busiest at the time. And it was totally God to put me into that position because I'm not joking about the ADD. You know, I tell folks that uh, if they knew what ADD was when I was a kid, they would not have given me pills. They would put me on an IV drip at a hospital. Running, <laughs> But that was the perfect job for me because it was the same thing, but it wasn't the same thing. It changed every day, the, the circumstance. And I always felt like stress was people that worked 40, 50, 60 hours a week, and they still couldn't make ends meet, you know? I was a blessed man. I worked 40 hours a week. I put two kids through college, and I was able to do ministry on the side. It was a total blessing, but it's not easy, if it, but if you're wired to do it, you just do it. It's, a, it's strange. Hmm. Now, you were on the founding board with Answers in Genesis, is that correct? Yeah, yeah, I was totally blessed. The first 10 years, I was on the board of directors for AIG, and after 10 years, it really got to the stage where I was, you know, doing so much ministry that I was no longer objective. I was... I was really more of an employee because I was traveling and speaking. And so after 10 years, uh, I came off of the board and it was, it was just very blessed that certainly after that, they, they asked me if I'd come on and be the, uh, the vice president for ministry relations. And I think I was probably about six months after getting off the board that they offered that position to me. And then I left the FAA. I was four years from retirement. I just quit. And, you know, was, my wife was the driving force behind that because I came home. She's the one that money, man, I don't care a thing about money. I just, I, I want to see lives transform. I mean, I want to be able to pay the bills and, you know, keep the lights on and so my wife doesn't have to worry about that. But I come home and I said, Masami, you know, they're offering me a full-time position of four years from retirement. And she's like, nah, you're ready. A year ago, you weren't ready, but you're ready. Uh, we need to go. And so we did. We stepped out and managed in a journey. Again, you've given us a great, great testimony of your ministry. Folks, this just introduces you, Carl Kirby, who we will have with us on the program again next week as we explore where his ministry with Reasons for Hope is today. We ask you to join us again next week. Information for creation events in our area are on our website's calendar page. For more information or to schedule a presentation, go to sabsa.org or call 210-599-7240. When you go to our website, you can click on a link to our newsletter. Our website has a link for contact information on which you can order our newsletter to be emailed to you or you can call us. Also go to whyshouldyoubelieve.com. That is Terry's website containing articles looking at current day issues from a biblical perspective. SABSA meets the second Tuesday of each month at 7 p.m. We are now meeting at Faith Lutheran Church just south of the corner of Jones Maltzberger in Thousand Oaks. There you will find biblical apologetics and creation science teaching found nowhere else in Bear County, as well as the availability of books and videos on these important subjects. If you miss any part of this show, you can listen to the show anytime by going to the AM 630 KSLR, the Word in South Texas website. Click on KSLR Podcast, scroll down until you find Believing the Bible. Please join us again next Saturday for Believing the Bible. I'm Scott Lane. And for Terry Reed, Dr. Carl Williams, and Ed Salzadel, thanks for listening. And we hope you found today a reason to believe the Bible.